Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to the Easy Email Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Yao Keown, and today I am coming to you with another amazing guest interview with Taryn Bolt, who is the biz wizard behind the social bolt. So Taryn's a content wizard, a launch wizard, and a biz wizard, um, who is a business coach for the muggles, um, which makes her a tri-wizard, aka triple threat. She supports her clients to share their magic and create wildly abundant offers, booked up launches, and magical content through one-on-one business coaching and her program, The School of Content Wizardry, and become a launch wizard. And in the process, she's built a six-figure business based around the things she loves and being authentic AF in the process. Taryn works alongside her marketing manager, Ned, her eight-year-old border collie, and together they love to curl up on the couch with a glass of red wine in hand watching Harry Potter. Personally, I love the way Taryn talks about content. She just makes it sound simple and more importantly, fun. So in today's episode, we talk about what content marketing really is, how social media and email marketing work together, how to come up with an endless list of ideas, and what's better, batching or creating content on the fly. And one big tip to take the pressure off constantly being in posting mode. This episode is definitely for you if you are struggling to create content for all the different channels. Enjoy. Hi, Taryn. Thank you so much for joining us on Easy Email Marketing. How are you going? I'm great. Very excited to be here and chat with you on your podcast. Super excited to get started. Awesome. Okay. So for those who aren't familiar with content marketing, which is what you're here to talk about today, uh, or familiar with you, can you let us know a little bit about, you know, what content marketing is and also how did you fall in love with it, in love with it? So great question. I love this one. Um, got me thinking. Um, so content marketing is basically, it's a marketing strategy that helps you to obviously communicate your offers and the value that you can provide your soulmate clients or customers. Um, It comes in many different forms. And I think this is why when you say the word content, people freak out a little bit because it is a very, there's lots to it. But essentially, it's a marketing strategy that helps you um, create connections with your community to communicate your offers and the value that you provide um, and just get in front of, you know, those soulmate clients or the people that want to buy from you. So there's lots of different formats to it that you might know um, in terms of content. Obviously, there's, you know, written, there's social media, video, blogging, all of the things, email, we could go on and on, but that's what it comes down to. And how I got into it, when I started my business, um, I had a marketing degree. I graduated from marketing and decided that I was going to focus on social media and do social media management. And then I quickly became aware that, well, social media is only one small part of your content creation process. But for most people, it's 
the only thing that they focus on. And I'm very much into working smarter, not harder. And uh, I'm sure that your listeners can appreciate that social media does take a lot of time. So you want to be getting a really good bang for your buck in terms of where you're spending your time and where you're creating content. Um, And that's why I kind of moved away from social media and more just content strategy and helping people be able to create content across multiple channels, but without needing to create even more content. So really important to me is working smarter, not harder. So just helping people simplify their content strategy and how they create it. Yeah. So I guess along those lines then, would you say having um, a social media channel, say an Instagram, is sufficient in terms of content or would you want to look at many different ways of delivering? Like, um, I mean, off the top of my head, I'm thinking blogs, podcasts, video that's separate (laughs) to those social platforms. What are your thoughts on that? I think that social media is a great free tool to use, but it shouldn't be your only channel. I think it's very risky to put all of your eggs in the social media basket simply for the fact that, I mean, when I started my business, it was a lot easier to post, like put a post out. And I'm just talking about a static post because I don't even think stories was very big around there. Video wasn't really a priority. And for it to get seen by your ideal clients or customers. Now, with all the changes to Instagram that come very fast and very regularly, it's even increasingly harder to, I guess, keep up with that. So, you know, you are one in billions of people who are putting out content on social media. So, you know, it's just really important to focus on having that impact with everything that you create. So, I don't think that it's very wise to put all your eggs in that that basket. It's a great tool, but it shouldn't be the only tool you use in terms of your content. Okay. So now that people are like, okay, I need more. Now, obviously, if they're listening to this, they're probably thinking email and we'll get to email in a little bit. But with that in mind then, so how would you um, suggest people make the choice in terms of the million options and the different ways they can deliver content out there? What, how do they decide what to layer in? beyond social? Yeah. So I think definitely if you're just starting out, then my recommendation is social media and email marketing, of course, like as a a base level to start with. Um, I think that uh, I've made this no secret. I love email marketing. I think it's the best. (laughs) Good that I'm on this podcast, obviously, because you feel the same. Um, I love it. I just think it's the most powerful tool to be using in terms of content. So I would at a base level be recommending uh, social media and then kind of utilizing the features of social media. So that looks like, you know, stories and static posts and um, reels if, if you're feeling adventurous and you want to do that in tandem with your email list and using, you know, like a lead magnet to be able to uh grow both. So use in tandem. So, you know, you have that lead magnet so you can tell people about social on your social media channels about it, direct them to your email list. And again, you know, on your email list, making sure they follow you on social media. So using it in tandem with each other, it's not one or the other separately. It's how can I use them together? 
Um, so that's what I would recommend. Um, and then once you have like some kind of consistency about that and a strategy and it's working well, it's like just amplifying what you've already created. And maybe it looks like starting a podcast. Maybe it looks like creating regular blogs that you can repurpose, you know, on social media and email. So at a minimum, email and social media for sure. Yeah, awesome. Okay, and you're kind of hinting ahead um, to questions, um, yeah, that I've got following on from here. And so you've alluded to um, how content marketing can be used to grow your email list, how social media can you speak to grow your email list, and also conversely how we can see that content marketing gives you something to send to your email list as well. So you've kind of got this relationship that goes two ways. Do you have a couple of tips around, you know, getting using that content to get, you know, to grow that email list beyond just saying like, you know, (laughs) there's a random post here and there that says, hey, join my list? Yeah, I think that treating your email list as if you if you are starting as that hero piece and because your email list you own that of course so you if instagram shut down tomorrow then you lose all of your followers doesn't followers doesn't matter it doesn't matter it just it's gone you don't have access to it so how are you going to market to um your community and that's why it's really about treating that email list like they are VIPs. They're the first to know they are, you know, maybe they get access to things first, they find out about things first. Um, So really just making it a community in itself um, and just sharing that across, you know, your social media in terms of consistently sharing about your email list and and what is the benefit of me joining your email, email list. Like, sharing on social media, hey, join my email list for tips on this, probably is not as desirable as it once was. People need some kind of incentive or reason to join. So, you know, that might look like getting access to freebies first. It might look like getting special discounts or it might look like getting access to things first. So treating them like they're the, they're VIPs and giving them that real an incentive to join. And so when you're creating any kind of content, just thinking about your email list first and then worrying about how you filter it to your social media. So um, just picking topics and things to send them, just focus, that's your hero piece. And then social media comes second. So it's kind of flipping the narrative a little bit. I think people focus on all the things they need to create first for social media rather than going, actually, I'm going to do it. I'm going to focus on my email list. I'm going to map out what I've got coming up in, you know, my business, what my offers are, like what I want to share with my email list, and then taking that and using it across social media. So just kind of flipping it a little bit um, to make that email list the focus and the hero piece of your content. I love that. Of course, I would love that. but if you're coming that from from that as your strategic center, um, and the great benefit of that, of course, is as well that you don't need to be sending. Like sometimes we feel like okay, I have to post to social almost every day. I know that's not, but there's sort of this this feeling. Whereas email, okay, the pressure's off in terms of frequency. But um, if you go deep, and I guess like socials just scattering that extra extra stuff on top, and 
amplifying what you're sending to email and pointing them through to it. Yeah. So, you know, if you are sending the going deeper on your email list and let's say you shared with them five things to help make email marketing easier or something like that, then you literally have five social media posts. So you could break them down across social media. So big picture thinking with your content and, you know, focusing on that hero piece and the way that you create it in a way that you could break it down into those smaller posts. And so, like, Mm. if you are focusing on emailing your list, like, um, every second week or something, then, you know, breaking that down and then you've got, you know, probably months worth of social media content. And also thinking about any of the emails that you've already sent to your list, like that are sitting there that you've already sent to them, you can use them at social as social media posts like literally copy paste social media posts that's mm-hmm. what I do um and people are always like you know yeah what do I email my list and all of those things and you're like well pretty much what you you use in socials or what you email them then you can use the same applies to social media so just really making it easy for yourself um to create even more content without spending more time creating content yeah so just flip it <laughs> Yeah, just flip it. Okay, cool. So um, ideas then. So you're saying, okay, well, I don't know what to post to socials. What if they don't know what to post, share in their emails? Now, I do have a few episodes, but obviously I love um, getting other people's insights. How would you suggest someone starts generating ideas? Um, I guess firstly, hopefully, just you saying that about what you post on social is what you can post in email. So people are already thinking, I'm doing one that might take the pressure off email a little bit go oh I can send that there too um but yeah how would you suggest people start generating ideas so my first and most important or like step in the content creation process for anything is is to actually think about well what does my community want to hear from me today uh what are some of the challenges that they're facing right now that you could help them with that you could share a story about really just tapping into the most powerful source of information that you have, which is current clients, past clients, you know, people in your social media following, people in your email list, you know, genuinely asking them like, hey, what would you like to learn from me or what would you like to see more of? And then creating content around there. That's where I always start, always think, what do they need to hear from me today? Um, And then, you know, yeah, for social media, Go and check your insights um, and see which posts are getting the most engagement. So that is a sign that people like it. So it's like, okay, cool. How can I create more of that? Um, Thinking about, yeah, I guess just focusing on that one person, what they need to hear from you, going from there. Some other sources of information is, you know, Google, Pinterest, YouTube, Anything like that that's a search engine that people are actively searching for things on um, is a great place to start. So if you typed in, you went to YouTube or Pinterest and you typed in content creation, for example, you'll see the drop down list of what people are actually searching for or the popular videos. So you can get some ideas from there as well. But definitely just think about that one person check your insights, um, you know, in social media or even um, on your email list, things that got high click-through rates or open rates. Can I 
reuse this, repurpose, recycle it? Um, can I create more ideas? And then just doing a bit of research into search engines. Love it. So many ways to do it. Um, so hopefully we've eliminated that excuse. Um, and then the second excuse that I hear a lot when it comes to um, email beyond just the tech, but just in terms of just making it a habit and actually showing up consistently, and I use that in quotation marks, because um, I don't know, it just seems to be sometimes there's this added hurdle. Sometimes I, I find it works one of two ways. Like for me, I find posting to social media a real struggle, but I'm good with email because that's my thing. That's where I like to be. But a lot of people I see the reverse or I just see they just can't, they just, this. oh, I have to send something regularly. I don't know what to write. And then maybe they do come up with an idea, but they're actually sitting down to write the words and schedule it. Um, and then they worry about, oh, will this be annoying? Um, there's so many things that come up with that. So... What would you say to those who say, okay, well, I don't have time or I just I just can't seem to get myself to actually sit down, type, send? Yeah, amazing. Definitely have heard this one before. And, look, I get it. We're busy. We're busy humans. And sometimes the thought of creating content is probably the last thing you feel like doing. Look, I get it. Sometimes I don't love it either and that's, you know, my job. But I think just making it a habit out of that and one thing that is really helpful is to always come back to that one person and that you're creating content for. Those people that love receiving your emails or reading your social media posts, those like really raving fans that you have, you know, just think about that one person. Okay, what does Yale need to hear from me today? What could I share with her that would help her where she's at? Um, And just kind of make it a commitment to yourself because the way I look at it is, and this kind of cancels out the thing about I'm going to be annoying, people are going to unsubscribe, like I don't know what to say, all of these things, is that if you have an offer, if you have a product or a service that can help someone, then wouldn't you want to tell them about it? Wouldn't you want to help them? And if you sit back and say, oh, but I I don't have time or like I'm going to be annoying, they're going to unsubscribe, you are denying them that opportunity to make that decision to help them. You could change their life. You You don't know that unless you tell them. And, look, we are pretty smart humans. We understand that obviously, you know, people get emails, people to sign up to things, they can unsubscribe, but that doesn't take away the fact that you still have an amazing offer Mm -hmm. that could help someone. So you need to share it. So just flipping that mindset and thinking about like, I have this offer. I know it's going to help Yale. I'm going to email her today and tell her about it. If It seems far less scary than when you're like, I have X amount of people on my email list. I have X amount of followers, like just focus on that one person. Um, So I think that is the mindset that I have when I'm sharing anything. And if you are really, yeah, just always think about that one person. And I think that will help you come up with plenty of ideas because, you know, you are sharing your content to help them. You're creating your offers to help them. So just think about that person, come back to them all the time. And then it just makes it a lot easier. And from a practical point of view, so literally, okay, 
I need to send an email a week. That's the commitment <laughs> that I'm making to myself and to my business, plus perhaps a couple of social media posts too. How do you make that happen? Like maybe even like a bit of behind the scenes on how you do it or just like how do you make it? Do, we, do you do batch days? Do you do, um, you know, just sit down every day? Like what do you recommend? So I recommend what works for you because I am – I don't have kids and I, it's just me and my dog. I don't have any, like anyone relying on me for anything. So obviously my, how I do things is going to be different for you, of course. Um, So just finding a way that works for you. Now, for me, I used to batch create, but I just find that I, because I have such a rock solid strategy and I know what's happening in my business in terms of like I've got a launch model and I know what offers I want to launch when it it's easier for me to batch some of my content, but for most of it, it's actually in the moment. So, mm-hmm. and because I have a podcast, which is my hero piece. So it's really, I guess the first thing to do would be sit down and look at your calendar and just decide what is coming up in your business. So do you have launches? Like, do you have new offers? Like, what are your goals? Like, how much money do you want to make in your business? How many clients do you want to work with? What's your capacity? So get clear on your calendar first, and then that will help with your content. Then you'll say, well, okay, realistically, if I've got a launch, I'm going to need this content and I'm going to need to do it for like, you know, 60 to 90 days. Um, so then that cancels out a significant chunk of the year for your content um, and then go from there and then just like drill it down even further. But once you start and you look at your schedule, so for me, I sit down and look at 90 days ahead and I know what I'm launching and I know my timeline for like the content and then that drives like what I'm creating content about and obviously I'm I have my podcast so that takes up well that gives me a lot of content <laughs> and then just I fill in the blanks so go to your calendar figure out like you know what's happening in your business think about what content you need then fill in the blanks and kind of like schedule it in for when you're going to do it but yeah ultimately decide what works for you so I'm not much of a batch batch creator anymore Um, Even though I do launch, I kind of like to feel into it at the moment, in the moment, and go from there. Yeah. And actually, spoiler, like um, people do would think that I would batch create things. I don't. Often I'm writing an email and then just hitting send straight away um, because there's nothing like that sense of urgency. Um, They say, oh, no, I have to send an email. You know, I've committed. I send an email every, you know, Monday or whatever it is. And but... I'm not coming to that looking at a blinking cursor. And I guess that's the key. So I love that how you balance the two. So, okay, you've planned ahead in terms of you know what you need to talk about, topics, how it fits strategically with your business. You have some go-to ideas and then you sit down and go, okay, am I going to choose one of those ideas or am I hearing something else come through that that, that is right? So love that. Absolutely love it. Okay, thank you so much for all of those insights that you have provided. I love how you just talk about, um, you know, talking to that one person and taking the pressure off um, what we've got going on. And, of course, I love how you're talking about um, prioritising email. So if there was just one thing that you would like um, my audience to take away from this episode or about, um, you know, content marketing and social media in general, 
what would it be? Uh, I would just really, really love to share that, like, it can be as fun and easy as you allow it to be. So just because you see someone else on social media creating content, content a certain way, that doesn't mean there's only one way of doing it, that, that you have to do that or else like your business will be a failure. There are so many different ways, as we've talked about, there's so many different you know types of content. It's about finding what works for you, like your business, your life, and also your clients and your community. So don't be afraid to try different things and find something that ultimately works for you. I never thought I would start a podcast, uh, but I did. Um, and it's like, I love it. It's the favorite, my favorite thing to do because it it's one piece of content that gives me like multiple pieces of content. It's that hero piece. So the thing is just making it fun and easy for you. And also like be your amazing self. Share your magic personality in everything you create. Don't delete all traces of your personality from your content. My favorite type of content is something where I can really connect with you because I can tell that you enjoyed writing it or Mm. putting it together. Like I I feel like if you're having fun creating content, it comes across that way and then you magnetize those soulmate clients that you want because of it. So, and the other thing is um, just repurpose your content, like make your life easier, find ways to work smarter, not harder. If it's like, writing emails and then splitting it up across, you know, multiple social media posts, then do that. If you have a post that performed amazingly like months ago, repost it. You know, if you had an email that went well, like same thing, don't be afraid to reuse content ideas or actually copy and paste, reuse things either. Um, I'm very much into making it as fun and easy as possible. So uh, go nuts and just enjoy what you're creating. Absolutely. Love it. Okay. So now we've learned all that wisdom uh, from you. What's next? Where can people connect with you more or learn more about um, your amazing content wizardry? The best place is probably Instagram. You'll find me over there hanging out. But I obviously I have a podcast, the How I Do Content podcast, where I share you know more in depth about ways to, you know, create content in a way that's simple, fun and authentic to you. So I'd recommend those two touch points just to come and uh, connect with me. Um, And if you like dogs um, and Harry Potter, then you're in for a treat when you follow me on either. Um, So, yeah, I would love to chat with anyone who who wants to talk about content or dogs or magic. (laughs) Awesome. And I will make sure to obviously link up all of that in the show notes so you can check out um, Tara and what she's up to and, yeah, just learn more from her. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Yael. Thanks so much. Thank you, Taryn, so much for sharing all your insights and motivating us with content ideas and taking the pressure off a little bit with your tips all around repurposing. I especially love um, that we talk about focusing on your email first and then taking your social posts from there and not the other way around. But of course, I'm biased. To connect with Taryn, you can find her on Instagram. She is at the social bolt 
all one word, or on her website, www.thesocialbolt.com.au. She also has an amazing quiz to help you discover your unique blend of content magic and also a DIY content wizard bundle um, to help you with strategic content creation for your heart-led business. So I'll find the links for those in the show notes. I would love to hear from you about what you've enjoyed most from this episode, so make sure to DM me at, at Yale Keown as well. And if you like this guest interview format, please let me know who you'd like to hear from next and what you want to know more about. Thank you so much for joining me today and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.